That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. My private investigating skills, though, make me feel like it's about partisan Fontaine because are they still together? What's up? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. Happy Monday. Happy New Week. In the words of one of my favorite motivational speakers, Rick Ross, every day is another opportunity to reach that goal. And today our goal is to bring you the latest in what's going on in hip-hop music culture. Of course, this podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A Dub. Hey, you like how I switched that up this morning? You didn't know where I was going with that. I was feeling it. I like that. <laughs> you know, new week, new energy going on. It's Monday, and we got a couple of things to get to. So, Chris Brown has called the police on a woman who continues to lurk in front of his house. I don't know why Chris has so many stalkers, but we got to get into that one. Also, Megan Thee Stallion performed at Coachella over the weekend, and she debuted a new song, and the people are feeling it. We're going to get into who everybody thinks it's about, though. Also, Big Sean performed at Coachella as well, and he shut things down. And, of course, unfortunately, I feel like we have to announce something like this at least once a month. Another hip-hop legend has passed away. Rest in peace to DJ K Slay, and we'll get into the details surrounding his passing as well. Before we jump into all of that, though, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Please make sure you follow us, follow Hip Hop DX, subscribe to the YouTube channel, everything. Tap in with us, man, especially subscribing on the podcast if you're a daily listener. We thank you. We appreciate it. Now let's go ahead and get down to it. All right, so let's start off with Chris Brown. He has a repeat stalker situation going on right now. According to TMZ and the Los Angeles Police Department, there has been a woman that's been routinely stopping by Chris's house as if she knows this man. It's kind of scary when you read about it. Yeah, very scary for sure. Um, it seems like we talk about Chris Brown and being involved with some woman lying on his name or the stalker situation. But this time, this woman, he has called on her like for the third time in the past few weeks. So this is a repeat person. She keeps coming by the gate. She keeps coming by the house. She's involved in screaming matches with Chris Brown's security. The LAPD is saying that the woman has been seen around his residence about 10 times in this whole Sheesh. length of time. Yeah, 10 times is pretty big. And they said that it's unclear what she wants with Chris Brown as or why she continues to appear at his front gate all the time. Mm. And it also says that Chris like hasn't escalated it to a legal matter. So he's not trying to get this lady thrown in jail. He's not trying to get money from this lady. Like he just wants this lady to go away. And I think it, it speaks to something to say that she's been seen there over 10 times because he could have been got this lady locked up at this point. Like he could have been said, hey, look, take her out of here, get a restraining order, do all of that. But he hasn't done that. So there is a level of grace there that he has for this woman. And I think she should take it and move it along or whoever is responsible for her uh, is it a family a husband a mom dad whoever the, whoever knows and loves this woman um I think they should be contacted to really get that in order because this could this could go bad like this could escalate because yeah now she's just coming to his front gate and trying to get in or whatever the case is but there was that other stalker situation that Chris Brown had where the woman actually got into his house and that's a breach of safety for anybody that lives with him his kids could be there any 
of that. So while it's not that threatening now, it could definitely escalate. So they got to get this under control. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, I, we don't know if the lady is like, you know, crazy, mentally ill, or she's just like a crazy stalker fan and really wants Chris Brown or what the issue may be. But like you say, you never know because it could seem just like, oh, crazy lady. But what if she gets in and tries to do something more, something more dangerous? So, yeah, you right. do got to be careful with these things. And Chris has to be especially careful because, you know, if anything happens, if there's any type of incident that occurs, people are automatically going to look at Chris Brown funny or side eye him because it's Chris Brown. They already have a preconceived notion like people are quick to blame Chris Brown in the situation just because of things that you know have happened in his past or whatever so yeah he, he just gotta find a way to nip this in the bud now and I think he's doing his best to to do it without making it a whole big issue but sometimes you gotta make it a big issue so it doesn't become a big issue and you're on the end of the receiving end of all the blame so uh, best of luck to him and hopefully that woman I want to say gets the help she needs but I don't know her her state or her condition so just hopefully she stopped coming around there. <laughs> let's yeah. leave it there. Let's leave it at that. Right. All right. Now let's talk about Coachella a little bit. A lot of people tore down the Coachella stage this past weekend, man. I saw a great performance from J.I.D. I saw Megan killing it. I saw Big Sean killing it. Like uh, Baby Keem, his set was looking crazy. Uh, Coachella, they, they had it uh, set up wonderfully for the artists. The production value, all of that was really, really great at Coachella this year. I mean, I'm sure it always is, but... I saw a lot of the clips this year, but one of the most talked about clips is, of course, that Megan Thee Stallion clip where she debuted one of her new songs, a new flow on the song. Like Megan went in on this new this new song, whatever this is. Yeah. So the clip that started coming around um, is possibly titled To Whom the F It May Concern. And she starts (laughs) by telling the crowd uh, that this song is very MF and personal to me and it's To Whom the F It May Concern. And then she just goes right into the new single, the new snippet, and it was pretty impressive. I mean, what an introduction, first of all, to who the F it may concern. Not just to whom it may concern, to who the F it may concern, okay? Let's hear a little bit of it. Who the fuck you think you talking to, nigga? Fuck me, nah, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. Yeah, fuck nigga, still can't believe I used to fuck with you. Poppin' playin' bees, cause I ain't playin' the beast up with you. Damn, I see you still kick it with them op bitches. I'm the only reason that your goofy ass got bitches. All them hoes wanna look like me, bitch, most likely. Holy fuckin' you just to spite me. So please don't get it twisted, I ain't trippin'. I never put my faith in a nigga, bitch, I'ma die independent. What a 90s bop it sounds like. <laughs> wow wow megan come through with the facts come through right. with the facts um it was it's so 90s sounding. I mean, even the sample, the whole uh, freaking you remix sample, the kind of little Kim esque, Foxy Brown esque type of vibe with the the flow and delivery. Like I just liked everything about it when I heard it because it sounds so different from what we've been hearing from Megan prior to this. Yeah, exactly. You hear Megan rap. It's been kind of like you know lately. It's been uppity. Like she has like the thing with um the sweetest pie record, like that pop record. She's been with Maroon 5 and, you know, that kind of poppy type of fun sound. But this one is like, 
oh, in your face, it's raunchy, it's raw. I see why people were uh, comparing her to a little Kim or like a Foxy Brown, like you said on Twitter, like that started becoming trending. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like this in your face type of attitude with Megan Thee Stallion. She can do it, but we haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's always an underlying theme in her music, but I feel like she just took it to the next level here, which I really like. And then you can tell she's talking to somebody. Now, who that somebody is has been highly debated on social media these past couple of hours because a lot of people feel like she's talking about Tory Lanez, especially um, in the part of the song where she says, uh, D don't run me. Because, you know, there was that whole thing on Twitter where Tory Lanez was like, Good D had me messing around with two best friends and I got caught. And that's why I was apologizing to you. And mm -hmm. you tried to spin it as if I was apologizing for the shooting. He didn't say I was apologizing for the shooting. He didn't use that terminology, but he just said, it's sick how you spun it. Um, basically implying that she spun it into him apologizing for the shooting. But anyway, yeah, so a lot of people felt as though it was directed at Tory Lanez. But I'm just like... I don't know, man. Popping Plan B's after messing with Tory Lanez. Like, I, I just don't. Do we see Megan being that reckless, like, with Tory Lanez? Like, it didn't give, oh, I'm, like, trying to be in a relationship with you or I'm trying to have a baby with you. Like, that situation never gave me those type of vibes. I don't know, though, but a lot of people feel as though it is about him. My private investigating skills, though, make me feel like it's about Partisan Fontaine because are they still together? Like, where have we seen them together recently? You go on either of their pages, you don't really see one or the other on each of their pages anymore. So I'm like, hmm, was this about Party? Yeah, I was thinking that, too, because, yeah, we haven't seen Party in a minute with Megan or anything that Megan's doing and things like that. And especially the Plan B part is like... Megan, I hope you wasn't really in that deep with Tory Lane stressing about yeah, that. Like, I didn't know it's tight. I don't, I don't see that vibe being the case. I could definitely see that being the case with Party. Like, oh, you think yeah. you in love, this your man, blah, blah, blah. But then you like, mm-mm, not the kid, not right now. I could definitely see that being more likely, in my opinion. Like, obviously, I don't know these people like that, but I, it just seems <laughs> that way. But I don't know. Maybe it is about Tory. I, I just don't. I don't see her giving him that, though. Like, now, if she would have touched on him being a, a B-word or, or, well, she did say that in the song, too. So, dang, it could be about Tori. I don't know. This is a tough one. We going to see, though. We're we going to see because she acting like she about to release the full record. She like, oh, I see that y'all are feeling this song. Maybe I should just go ahead and drop it. So, if she goes ahead and drops it and we hear, like, the second verse or maybe third verse, then we can we can dig into further detail about who this could really be about. Yeah, to whom the F it may concern, and clearly. <laughs> That's who it is for now. Uh, so now let's talk about another Coachella set that has social media going crazy. Big Sean's performance. Big Sean did a great job, man. Every video I seen, the crowd was looking crazy out there. They were singing along to every word. There were reports going around, actually, that Big Sean's set rivaled Harry Styles' set. And Harry Styles is actually the headliner for that night, uh, for Friday. And Big Sean's crowd had the same same type of crowd that Harry Styles had and that was interesting to see too because Big Sean actually responded to those reports and he was like yeah but Harry Styles got paid way 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 more <laughs> and I'm just like mm, yeah sounds about right sounds about right now he was the headliner so of course the headliner is going to get paid more but shoot if I'm gonna have the same crowd as the headliner y'all might as well have made me the headliner if I'm Big Sean in Big Sean's shoes in this situation like all right what's up with that headlining slot I think they need to do that for him next year 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, especially if Big Sean is pulling in these crowds at festivals like that. Like that is pretty impressive. Could be definitely a headliner. And he has the hits that are like classics. Like I feel like everybody knows some of his classic songs that he performs, such as Blessed and Dance and Paradise, My Last, I Don't Ever With You. Like Big Sean got some staples for real. So he yeah. definitely be a headliner. Yep. And he did all of those songs. He also did I Don't Like remix, obviously classic. And he brought out his lady, Janae, um, for a little, I was about to say a collaboration, a little duet of I Know, which was one of my favorite songs, actually, on Dark Sky Paradise. I love that song with Janae and Big Sean. I wish they would have honestly done done a little bit more songs, like, you know, just go into a little whole 2088 set. But I think he's saving that for his headline, honestly. Like, whenever they do get him to headline Coachella, I think he'll do, like, a 2088 set and bring Janae out for for more than one song. That would be amazing if they did that. He also brought out YG, and that was a moment for them to do Big Bang together. Like, Big Sean had a solid, solid Coachella set, and I really, really am pulling for him to be a headliner next year. He's not going to pull out of the show at the last minute like, yay. Um, he's going he's gonna to give you what you need, so just make him a headliner next year. Exactly. And then uh, leading up to his performance, he did do an interview with The Hollywood Reporter and he was saying, I wanted to, of course, this is before, he said, I wanted to give people an experience. It's definitely a very intentional set. One of the things I have on my side is that I've been here so long that I have some nostalgic songs and some songs that I feel like will take people back and bring up good memories. And clearly that's what he did. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So kudos to Big Sean. Great job on the Coachella set. We love it. We see the work. We see the longevity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was great. Unfortunately, now we have to transition into some not-so-great news. So we have lost yet another staple in hip-hop, another hip-hop legend. Rest in peace to DJ K. Slay, who has passed away following a pretty long battle with COVID-19. According to a hip-hop promoter by the name of Van Silk, K. Slay, who was, who was 55, died yesterday, Easter Sunday. This is after months of being hospitalized with COVID. And Silk spoke directly to DX and basically just described what happened and what K. Slay meant to him. Yeah, he said, hip-hop lost a real gem. He says, my dear brother is gone. I've known him since he was 16 years old. He was my little brother. I introduced him to many, and we did a lot of things together. We last talked December because we were finishing up the 200 Rolling Deep project. He was going to do his video part with MC Shyrock. And then he goes on to say, from the mixtapes to helping him launch Straight Stuntin' Magazine and the whole What the Science Project, um, Van Silk says the world not only lost a real dedicated person to the culture of hip hop, but a source of bridging the gap in hip hop. I'm going to miss my little brother. Dang, man, that was sad to read. That was really sad. Like, I hate that all of these legends are going and it's not just the fact that they're going, but it's the fact that they're going at the ages that they're going at. Like 55, that is not really old like that. That's not mm -hmm. old. 55 dang like that's 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 wild man uh dj k slay has some legendary contributions i mean the street sweeper series uh the more than just a dj rhyme or die like all of that <sighs> man yeah just rest in peace to dj k slay sad to see this sad to hear about this and covid that covid man that covid man it's gotten a lot of people so yeah just rest in peace to dj k slay uh, condolences to his family, to his friends, people that knew him, uh, to everybody that loved his his art that he put out, uh, DJ-wise or graffiti-wise. He was um, a graffiti artist first before he became a DJ. So, 
yeah, just rest in peace to DJ K Slay and condolences out to everybody that knew him. Yep, exactly. All right, we're going to end it on that note today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on any platform that you're listening to us on right now. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Hip Hop DX YouTube channel, and that's Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is all Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. All righty, we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.